Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you are a recent subscriber, meaning that you just came in the last few weeks or so, I'd like to invite you to look at the channel playlists. I always mention the playlists because a playlist is where the Lord instructed me to put videos of a certain type all together. And how a playlist will help you is when you go to the playlist and you simply order it from oldest to newest, if you let these videos run or you work your way through them at your own pace in time, you will come to have a deeper understanding about many different topics that the Lord has brought here. The most important prophecy playlist on the master's voice is the Russia and China playlist. And the reason for that is because as I will share from, from some verses that the Lord was just refreshing in my mind today, God has judged the nation of America. So that is something that you have to understand when you come to the master's voice, this is an end times prophecy um, channel. And this channel is a support channel to the end times prophecy blog that I have been running for, for the Lord since May, 2019. So I didn't receive these prophecies in 2019. I actually started receiving these prophetic words in 2020, when the Lord said to me, surprisingly during a time of fervent prayer, my daughter, these are the last days. And I've said when I was speaking of that in one of the old videos that he had to say it several times because I was so focused on what I was praying about that I was hearing the father say, these are the last days. And I was thinking, okay, I hear you Lord last days. But then he spoke very sternly and he said, these are the last of the last days after these days there shall be no more days. And I said that, that that totally got my attention. It brought the entire prayer session to a halt. And I began to seek the Lord and say, Lord, what do you mean? And from that point on, God basically took me by the lapels and drew me into the depths of prophetic speech, prophetic utterance, prophetic dreams and visions and revelation that I have been walking in since that time. And so, if you go to the Russian and China playlist and you listen to those prophecies, you will understand that the end of this great nation is that she will be judged for her crimes. And the judgment of America will be the judgment of mystery Babylon for America is mystery Babylon. You want to come here. You want to argue that it's Rome. You want to come here and argue that it's the Pope and his friends, or it's Iraq and Iran because they sit in where ancient Babylon used to be. The Lord has said in this channel, in so many prophecies, that the only nation that he calls the defiled harlot that rides on the back of the beast is the, is the, is the nation of the United States. So once I have brought these things forth, I have a peace within me because I know that I have gone over the Lord's words with a fine tooth comb, being careful to present every single thing that he has given me exactly as I have received it. And so now we are in a season. So the playlists will help you. There's playlists on the return of the mighty men. These are the Nephilim of old from the Genesis 6 narrative in the Bible. There are playlists on the coming of unclean demonic creatures who are part of the fallen. They call themselves aliens, but they are nothing but rejected hybrid creations that have come straight out of the twisted mind of Hasatan or Satan. And what else is there? There's an entire playlist on sin, 
what sin is. Why is it important for the modern Christian to know what sin is? Christians, I will always say this. If you don't understand why God keeps talking about sin on this channel, just ask yourself, okay, you're saved, you're born again. What are you saved from? Jesus died to save and deliver us from what? Did he just do it for friendship? What does man need to be rescued from? Why did, the, why did the Christ have to die on the cross? Is it not because man is inherently sin sinful? He is born in sin, as King David said in Psalm 51. I was born in sin. In iniquity did my mother conceive me. If we do not need to be saved from something, then why is it that God keeps telling us to avoid that something, to steer clear of that something, to repent of that something, to come out of that something, to not commit that something? What's the magic word in all of the Lord's admonitions towards his own? It is sin. And if you do not know what sin is, you are basically doomed to not only commit it, but love it, walk in it, repeat it, and then die in that iniquity and go through eternal separation from God. And so that is why there is a sin playlist, a, a list of America's sin and a list of sin that God does not want his children to walk in. There is a repentance playlist because obviously we must know how to repent in earnestness before the Lord and come back. But today I'm doing the second prophecy that I spoke of in the last one. It is talking about the wicked. And like I was saying, I am in a season as the Lord is speaking about the duality of the sword that is coming. It is a sword that is going to test the righteous and the unrighteous. So the righteous cannot say that we will not be tested. The righteous cannot say that we will not be tried. No one is going into the Lord's final rest carrying mindsets, carrying sympathies, carrying confusion, carrying iniquity, carrying a dirty robe before the Lord and just saying, oh, you know, but he's a good, good father. It doesn't work like that. The end times is where Christians who are wise will actually whip out the outer robe and put it in the blood and begin to wash, 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 because the Bible never told us that Jesus is going to do this. The Bible says you therefore work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And in the prophecy that I will do after this, which is called settle the accounts of men. I believe that that is where the Lord showed me, um, Christians who heard the cry, the bridegroom cometh. And, uh, people had different reactions in that prophecy, but one, the reaction that, um, I hope many of you will, will hold to is that people immediately took off their outer garments. They were just in their underwear. They took off their outer garment and they began to wash and wash and wash. Why? Because when the bridegroom comes, he's not coming for the deceived church. He's not coming for the people who are following the fictional Santa Jesus who doesn't have a problem with sin and who is just reckless love that will chase us all. No, they know that the scripture says that he is coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. So let me first start this prophecy, which is still talking about the season that I'm speaking of, the season where the double-edged sword will test the righteous and the unrighteous. And if you are found righteous and you have been sowing righteous seed and you are walking in faith and obedience towards your father, there will be many blessings that are coming. I covered it in recent videos. God spoke of promotions. God spoke of blessing his people with the long-held desires of their heart, one of which is marriage. God has been speaking about this a lot, saying that 
that to faithful people who have not been rolling through multiple beds. You have been keeping your temple undefiled and in holiness, trusting God for a mate. God says that he is going to bring you the perfect mate. He is going to bring you that man that understands you, that man that will build you up. Many of you women, you have dreams and you have just not known and had the discipline how to work out this dream. A man is coming to be a guardrail around your life and he will be that X factor that changes things for you. Many of you men, you have dreams, but somehow as you are working, it's a slog. God is going to bring you that right help meet that when she speaks to you, your heart will be bursting out with the light, the male energy and everything that you need to complete many of the tasks that God has given you. God was even speaking to people who are unequally yoked in their relationships. And he said that he's simply going to drag that donkey that you keep clinging to out of your life and replace it with a righteous ox so that the two of you are equally yoked and you can pull the plow for his glory. So many blessings are coming. God said that he would get prisoners out of jail. This is not prisoners of hope. This is people serving hard time. God says that he's going to work within the system and it's going to look like the system is adjusting itself, but that's God's. He said, it's going to be him bringing balance because he knows that the judgment of man demands justice, but then he also knows that he has greater use of you. And so just like God did with, um, apostle Paul, who was on one level, a murderer killing the church. God simply pulled that man over to the other side, got him a name change, and then used him mightily in the kingdom of God. For most people, they will say, but he killed people. He should do time for what he did, but God had greater use of Paul. And so what God will do is what God will do. And so this double-edged sword is coming and God is going to be settling accounts with the righteous and the unrighteous. I spoke and I said that I saw golden thrones. I saw mighty thrones sitting in high places and an earthquake hit those thrones and people began to topple out of those thrones. And what it means is that public scandals are coming. I've been saying this for the last few videos. God says that he is going to uncover dirt. I have still not put up all the prophecies on the master's voice. One of those prophecies talks about sex tapes. God says that we are in an era where we're going to see a lot of naked people that we did not want to see. That is not me. I do not want to see any more naked people than the naked people that I see all the time in these prophecies, but they're going to be a lot of hardcore tapes of people in public positions. It's going to be these pastors that are secretly gay and homosexual in the closet preaching fiery sermons against gays, and yet they are the chief master gay in the closet, sleeping with men, loving men, doing things with men that no man should be doing with another man. Their sex tapes are going to come out. Their molestation tapes are going to come out. Their infidelity is going to come out. They're masturbating on tape and sending it to men and women, naked pictures to men and women. A that they have been having with their daughters-in-law, like Chris Hill of the Potter's House did a few years ago. And there is even scripture for this that God showed me today. And I just said, Lord, what is it that you did not anticipate? The answer is, of course, nothing. All these things are going to come to light. And God says that the church will sit in shock and scandal and hopefully some shame to see who they have been following, who they have been saying, preach, pastor, preach. And it turns out that pastor doesn't only preach, but he also has a reach that goes into the 
outer darkness with his or her personal predilections and things that they have been doing. This is also going to touch the lives of celebrities. They're also going to have a lot of sex tapes floating around. And this stuff has been sitting in my prophecy archives for over a month. I think this stuff is from July. I will do my very best to put it down because I am in the process of bringing out all the Lord's words that he has given me because he said that it is time to transition out of this season into something else. And the new season that is coming is not just for me, Celestial. It's coming for many faithful workers in God's kingdom. Another thing that is coming is judgment for a lot of unfaithful workers and false workers. So we will go into today's prophecy, but because I did not finish everything in the prophecy, that is entitled the end of the way of the wicked. I will just mention it here and then I will go into today's prophecy in a separate video, perhaps, or if this one is not long, I will continue. And so the end of the way of the wicked, which I received on the 1st of September, 2022, the Lord had been talking about scandals, which is where I said that I saw Beyonce and Jay-Z being exposed. I saw that TD Jakes will have one of the biggest sex scandals to ever hit the church. The Lord says it will be one of the biggest shaming falls of Christianity. So this is bigger than Jimmy Swaggart, if you can imagine. This is bigger than Ravi Zacharias. And why will it be bigger? Because God says that this man had charis, which is just the, Greece, the Greek word for grace. God said that this man received a double portion, a double cup of all the virtuous graces that one would need to be faithful in the gospel. And yet he did not do it. He went over to the other side of midnight. He is not heterosexual. He is in fact a homosexual male and he is guilty of inappropriate touching, inappropriate relationships with males, with young boys and with youths. And God says all of that will come out and um, he said that people will not be able to suppress the kind of evidence that is coming out. Big money talks a lot. I covered it in the prophecies with Beyonce. I said that th there's a lot of people in positions of power, political positions of power, banking world, um, media mogul world, um, property owning world, people in all walks of life. There's a lot of money out there, power out there, influence out there. God has shown me and shown me just in normal visions during the days. Celestial, there is money in this country that defies imagination. And God was telling me the money that you see ostentatiously splashed on music videos and people are saying, fix my crib series. And God says that is not the money that runs America. Let me tell you, the Lord said that there is money in this country that is anonymous. There is money in this country where if four of them gather together in a room, four of these people gather together in a room to smoke cigars. He said, you will be looking at the GDP of about 60 African countries. And I don't even think that Africa has 60 countries. So they're going to have to borrow a few from South America to meet that 60. This is what he's talking about. The Lord says that there is money in the world that gets together in rooms to decide which banks are going to be crashed in the world, which countries' economies are going to be scattered and plunged into poverty in a matter of months. That country will go from okay and stable to their currency will be like monopoly money. 
These things are not happening organically. It is happening by an unseen hand, not the economic unseen hand that we are taught in school. It is an unseen hand of power that has so much money. It is not these little celebrities that are throwing away fake money in the video. It is people who have the right to speak a word and another person somewhere will be taken out of this world. Their life will be ended because of the word that has come from the mouth of an industry king or mogul. That is the kind of money that the Lord will be showing me. Showing me that these people have so much money that their children can murder other people. I spoke about this in the prophecy concerning children. There are people in this nation that are so rich that their children commit murder and get away with it or their children commit murder and then tell the surviving witnesses anybody talks and you know what my dad can do this is why the lord is saying that cold case files will finally get a rest he said that there are victims witnesses who are so intimidated that they have been holding secrets keeping secrets for 20 30 and 50 years and he said that now that they are old their consciences are beginning to twist and turn within them and they will finally come out and say hi officer hansen i have something to say my name is Maisie. i'm 87 years old i have cancer but before i die there's something you should know that is how these lost victims some of them are finally going to get their rest the Lord is saying a lot of things. So we really need to be a, a switched on people. You cannot afford a sleepy Christianity at this crucial time in history. The last of the last days after which there will be no more days should tell anyone who is wise or at least anyone who is listening that we are not going back to any normal that you are familiar with. We are going into a future where all bets are off. We are going into a future church. You fumble it, the ball will be taken from you and given to someone else. That is the word that the Lord gave in the prophecy about promotion. I will watch this video back and try to link everything, all the videos, so you can catch up at your own leisure. But as for me, Celestial, God has given me the ball and I am running for, I'm not good with football, whatever that final line is that you're supposed to run to and drop the thing, that is what I am doing. It doing. I am not intending to fumble it for anyone's sake, for anyone's comfort. I was saying to the Lord today, Father, you did not call me to keep these people in comfort. You did not call me for me to sit and coddle them in their sin or in their confusion or in their insistence that I be nice enough for them to accept the words of my mouth. And you will hear in the upcoming prophecy what the Lord has said to me, Celestial, you I have called to minister to me at my pleasure. I have set a flaming rod in your life and that rod that is in your mouth will smoke out the peoples. To those of you who are skilled in barbecue, I'm sure that all those words mean something to you. Flaming and smoking out, do not speak to personal comfort. We are not in a season of comfort. We are in a season where the money is pinched and it's going to get pinched more. And you will find that prepping is not all you need to make it through. You will need a huge deposit of faith. And if you are not working that faith into you through this word, through prayer and fasting, it is going to get really tough. God says that the times ahead are going to challenge rich people. Can you imagine rich people being challenged by an economy 
that has winched itself so tight. If rich people are challenged, what happens to the wide group of people who are not rich on either side? We need to be a thinking body church. And so here are the words of the Lord that were not part of, that were not included in that prophecy because I didn't want it to get too long. Sexual immorality has ruined my world, ruined my earth. Mothers are sleeping with their sons their own sons whom they bore, their own sons that I gave them. When their sons become of age, they sleep with them and they claim that they are better in bed than their fathers. People are covering for rape. They do not seek justice for their daughters. They allow them to be molested and they turn a blind eye for personal gain and enrichment. Pedophilia is rife and it is hard to find a child these days anywhere who is growing up safe from the tearing realities of male and female sexual abuse on people who should never be exposed to such things before this their time all this i will repay into your bosom and so this thing that was called me too this is obviously between adults but god is speaking of something else that is not me too um but excuse me please he is speaking of something where children are being defiled and the adults in charge of them the adults who have been giving given care over these children are covering for it and not seeking justice for the sons or the daughters because of because of who did the defilement because of who abused the child so it's not the social worker that you're going to rush and sue. And it's not the teacher that you're going to rush and sue. It's not the daycare worker. No, it's a family member. It's your own brother that has been touching your little son until finally the small person, you either see the, the abuse marks on his body or his little backside, or he tells you that uncle is doing this. And once you hear, once he says in tears, you've been believing his tears while his story was coming out. But then when he says the name, you draw back and now you're frozen and you don't know what you're going to do about it. God says he's going to judge this very harshly. And he, God, will execute judgment for these sons and daughters who are allowed to be molested by their caregivers. God is speaking of pedophilia. I have spoken about it many times. God exposing pedophilia to me is not a new thing, but when he began to expose pedophilia in the church, it was a tough pill to swallow. When God began to say that the pastors, leaders, assistant, deacons, um, and all the different names in the church are hungry for child flesh. You see, this is something that now greatly challenges the church because everybody is willing to jump on the back of the Jesuits and the back of the Catholics. But to hear God saying that the church of Jesus Christ is greatly gay and that the church of Jesus Christ loves young flesh, there's going to be a lot more scandals besides the scandals of Bishop Eddie Long. These people are abusing their positions of power. And there is a hush culture in the church that was touched on in depth in the last video, the way of the wicked, the end of the way of the wicked. And what God says is that he is angry and disappointed to have a church that rushes 
to protect these predator pastors by saying insane things like we're all human. It's a good thing that we're all human because then we know that within humanity, we have pastors who don't abuse children. So that means that humanity cannot be used as an excuse for pastors who do abuse children, pastors who do groom and manipulate women in the church, old and young women in the church into bed. If humanity is the pool, the set that we're all in, then you can't say we're all human when people are breaking the laws of God, when people are following their predilections. We cannot use words like moral failure to explain why a pastor will marry a woman, have children, and then use his wife and children as a beard to cover his desire for men and then say it is moral failure. The Bible doesn't say anything about moral failure. What the Bible does say is that God does not tempt anyone, but every man is tempted in his own heart by his own lust. So that means that in your heart, there is no such thing as moral failure, but what is in the heart of the pastor who is a same sex? What is in the heart of, of the choir director, Miss, Miss Simmons? who is led away to be with the other Miss Simmons, the alto that she can't stop eyeing. What is in their heart is not moral failure, but it is their own lust to lie down with their own kind, that they are not submitting at the altar of God tirelessly saying, take this appetite away from me, lest it be destroyed. Take this appetite away from me, lest you destroy me for the contents of my heart. Church, do you understand? That the judgment of God is so sharp and so seeking that he is not only judging people who are committing mass murder out there and sewing a skin dress, Dahmer style, but that he is looking at the darkened contents of many people's hearts and he will go after it with a sword. I asked in the last video, are you willing to pay the price of being judged by God. And when they read out your judgment, it is not that you were sinning. It is that you were the top cheerleader and supporter of other people's sin based on an extremely twisted and perverted view of what you think godly mercy is. God is here and God is saying, show mercy to the oppressed. And then you say, right, God, I'm going to show mercy to the oppressor. You and God are on opposite sides of the fence. How can you find mercy in his sight unless you repent of being one who does these things? God is speaking here of women who sleep with their sons. This is straight Old Testament book of Leviticus stuff. America will deny culpability and at the same time we will see pictures on the internet of the two gay sons kissing and, and celebrating over the mother on the throne who has offered up her womb to receive her own son's seed to bring forth a child. Why? Because her son being with another man cannot follow the godly order of go forth, multiply, and fill the earth. Two men cannot multiply in anything. So now mom has been brought on board to carry this baby. And that is not where it stops. God says, excuse me, please, that this is physical sexual relations, your own son growing up into a handsome young quarterback before you. And then something happens one evening and all of a sudden you're with your birth child. 
and it becomes a habit in the home. This is disaster for any nation that does this. This is destruction for any nation that will countenance this. It doesn't matter where this is happening. I will go over some words that the Lord gave me before I end this video and do the prophecy in the other one. I have set the point of the sword against their gates that the heart may melt and many may stumble. Ah, it is made bright. It is grasped for slaughter. This is Ezekiel chapter 21 and verse 15. In Ezekiel chapter 22, these words were given to me by the Lord on 22, 6, 2016. And there are many passages highlighted in the book of Ezekiel. I have been saying for a long time, it will help you to read Ezekiel and Jeremiah. You read Ezekiel and Jeremiah, I guarantee that you will be healed of this need to hear sugar when people are speaking prophetic truth to you. You read Ezekiel, Jeremiah, I don't think there's a positive thing in, in those books, except maybe the punctuation. So, um, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, now son of man, will you judge? Will you judge the bloody city? Yes, show her all her abominations. So right there, we see that God can and will call people to speak forth his judgments and you will not be able to come against those people and say, you are judgmental, don't judge. Because those people have been given a prophetic, powerful, spiritual mandate from the Lord to speak forth judgments. Judgments for what? Judgments just in the air? No, judgments against the bloody. Judgments that show forth abominations. Then says the Lord God, the city sheds blood in her own midst that her time may come and she makes idols within herself to defile herself. So this is prophecies on the master's voice where God has been saying that, um, and he was saying it years before any Roe versus Wade, he was saying that nothing will dislodge his judgment upon America for the blood of babies that have been aborted here. And in specifics, he mentioned New York City that came up with that atrocious law of even third trimester abortions. The bloody city, he calls New York City. And he says she makes idols within herself to defile herself. Again, this was one of the words that I brought against New York City years ago, that God says that there's an idol and a God for sale in every street. Why? Because this is the city that has the greatest amalgamation of cultures in the whole world. You walk around in New York City, you will see every religion in the world, those guys that wear the orangey robes, handing you these tiny little weird gold or silver things that look like a bookmarker and they hand them out. And of course, I just keep walking because I'm not in the habit of connecting with random demons in the street, just touching and picking up everything. You will see people at the train stations and they are sharing Mormonism. They are sharing, um, 
what else are they sharing? Judaism, they're sh sharing lots of new religions from Korea and Japan. You will see the flags of Korea and Japan and they're proselytizing, which means that they are sharing their religion. You will see Islam and Islam is doing a great job of spreading itself here in the United States. I see um, Americans from all walks of life, all backgrounds, ethnicities converting um, at huge rates because people are tired of Christianity for many reasons. One of the main reasons being the hypocrisy of the, of the Christian church which I will never argue with anyone because a greater bunch of, of Pharisees and hypocrites, I do not think, passes us who have this word and us within our community. We will keep any belief system except the word of God. Anything, we will hold it. Rainbow ideology, same-sex ideology, um, um, girl power ideology, everything is preferable to the church now except obeying the tenets of this world, of this word. God says you have become guilty because of the blood that you have shed. You've defiled yourself with the idols that you have made. And so you have caused your own days to come near and you have now come to the end of your years. Therefore, I will make of you a reproach to the nations. I will make you a mockery to all countries. Those near and those far will mock you as infamous and full of tumult. And there's a prophecy from long ago called Ascendancy, where I saw that a high-ranking American diplomat went to one of these big fancy dues, and she was making a speech, and the people were so bored. All the non-English speaking people, they had just pulled off the, that little translation stethoscope. They just pulled it right off. It was hanging on their neck. They were doing their text messages. They were working on their tablets. They, it's just that nobody was reading a book. They were clearly showing disrespect to this woman. And she became so red faced and angry that she could barely finish her speech. And then afterwards she went into that room that they have for the speakers. And she was so angry. She was holding her bottle of water and she was shaking it. That water was splashing out. And she was saying a few years ago, they would never have done this when the United States speaks people listen. Well, not that day. People were not interested in what America had to say, but I saw that more and more as Putin was speaking, People were transfixed because the ideology that he was bringing forth in those visions was of one that showed how all the nations can prosper and all the nations can grow together and all the nations can, can operate within their own sphere of influence and, and grow. And people were focusing more on what Russia and China had to say and less and less on what America had to say. And it was blowing the minds of people in the American international political space. They could not believe how much traction America was losing, how much even the smaller countries, countries that nobody pays attention to, how they were not interested in America camaraderie anymore. They were not bothering to go and ask the diplomats anything. They were not bothering to sit next to them. And America was just confounded. The people who represent her in the international space were just shocked that such a thing could happen. And um, here is another verse. This is Ezekiel 22, verses 30 and 31. So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. Therefore, I have poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. 
I have recompensed their deeds on their own heads. And that is just something for us to look at here in verse in chapter 22. Um, here are some of the things that the Lord says indictments that you can just think about it on your own and think, does this exist in our land or not? Each one of the princes of Israel has used his power to shed blood in you. This means every single administration has found a reason to go and fight people outside and kill them and brought the sword to them. And so the blood of those people, administration after administration after administration, including Obama's administration, where he promised he wouldn't fight anyone and then bombed people off the face of this earth for eight years. Even that one has caused the blood of people to be shed. And again, it says, you have made light of your father and your mother in your midst. No respect for parents, complete and total dishonor, complete and total disregard for parental authority. Children gone wild, part one, two, and 27. In your midst, they have oppressed the stranger. In you, they have mistreated the fatherless and the widow. This is looking at how foreigners are treated in the land. This is looking at the general ideology towards people who are not born here, coming here. You have despised my holy things. This is straight up false teaching in the churches, straight up lies. I'm always talking about the holy ordinances of God and how they are taught here with a spoonful of sugar. And then even the medicine doesn't go down. So the church just wants to hear blessing, prosperity, rapture is next Tuesday. The church doesn't want to hear, um, Tighten up your stakes. The, the church doesn't want to hear. Strengthen your foundations. The church doesn't want to hear. Stop being profane. The church doesn't want to hear. Stop covering sin and giving it a place to hide. The church doesn't want to hear no sex before marriage. The church just wants to hear God knows your heart. But what does the scripture say? That the heart is evil. It is deceitful above all things. This means everything on earth that could be a witness to a lie. The human heart is higher than it in perceiving, loving, and pursuing lies. God says, in you have, you have men that slander to cause bloodshed. So now this is not physical murder. This is actually people bearing false witness to the point that other people are perhaps put in jail for 40 and 50 years. And we know that that has been part of America's long and storied history from foundation up till now, lying on people to get them to go to the gallows, to get them to go to jail, to get them to serve unbelievable prison sentences for minor infractions but then letting the people that stole hundreds of millions of dollars in 2008 get away with it without even serving six months in jail. And then we have those who commit lewdness. So lewdness would be all the perversion. Lewdness would be you that wants to be with a man and you're a man, a woman and you're a woman, you that has a predilection for child flesh, and also you that has a ring on your finger and will sleep with a woman who also has a ring on her finger, except that it's not the matching ring. So one of these things do not belong here. You're a husband, she's a wife. It's just that you guys have different partners, but you met on Ashley Madison and you've been having this affair for who knows how long. Committing adultery, having 
having multiple people in the bed as a couple and agreeing to bring in a sister wife or a brother husband to join you. Same-sex acts, group acts, also fornication, which is by far the greatest of America's sexual sin. No matter what else, you could look at gay pastors, people who are gay and not pastors, people who are with animals. I still have to deal with that bunch of prophecies. None of that eclipses people who are in sexual relations and they are not married. In you, men uncover their father's nakedness. This means that there are men who are sleeping with their mothers. In you are men who are sleeping with their father's girlfriend. So one of the things that I spoke of in um, the sexual perversion prophecies, the sodomy ritual, is that a girl would be with a man and then the man will say, let's meet my dad. And she comes home and she sees dad and dad just has that rugged older man machismo. And she will break up with the, so the son and start carrying on with the father. To uncover your father's nakedness is sin as old as the Old Testament. Leviticus. In you, they violate women who are set apart during their impurity. And I brought this prophecy, I think it was two years ago, 2020, in the prophecy Blood to Drink, where the Lord was showing me quite graphically that women who are on their personal time will lay down to have personal relations with men. And the men agree to this and the women agree to this. And the Lord was saying that in cultures, in other cultures, no one will come near a woman when she's on her female time. But here, they do it. If the land can dislodge these sins from their account, if this country can stand up and say to the Lord, but we have not done these things, then the judgment of the Lord would be pushed back. But the nation cannot say to the Lord, we have not done these things. And therefore, his judgment is just. And so, I have many more passages that he was showing me. But these were just things um, I was going through today. I will cause, this is Ezekiel 26. Verse three, I will cause, behold, I am against you and I will cause many nations to come up against you as the sea causes its waves to come up. And I spoke in the past prophecies about how America would lose influence and America would also lose friends. God showed me that America is going to start to get into more and more verbal spats. So international conflicts, this um, usual habit of strong rhetoric against countries and then the country is just silent and chastised. No, it's not going to go like that. You try strong rhetoric now as America in the future and other presidents will come to the podium and will let you know a thing or two. And one of the people that I saw doing that was Mr. or President Erdogan. Um, he was very angry. And also the man in, Lord give me the nation, Syria, President Assad, strong anti-American sentiment was stirred up in Syria in the prophecy that the Lord gave me. And the Lord says that this, prof this prophetic word that says, behold, Damascus is destroyed from being a country. That thing has not been fulfilled. Whatever shelling you have seen happening in Syria and all the atrocities and pain, that is not 
the fulfillment of the prophecy. The Lord says that there is going to be another much stronger conflict, America and Syria. And that is when that prophecy will be fulfilled. And many people will be angry at America for, for doing that. So, um, Many nations coming up against you, like this sea causes waves to come up. This is definitely speaking of the whole Russia and China playlist that I spoke of at the beginning, that in the end, many boots will trample this country. It will be um, Russian boots, Ukrainian boots, Taiwanese boots, Chinese boots, North Korea and South Korea joined as one coming here. Japan will come here. Um, and God says in this portion of scripture, he just says, he will bring battering rams against your walls. This is speaking of Vladimir Putin. He will bring axes and he will break down your tall towers. Um, and I said that I saw, I think it's in the prophecy Ezekiel 13, where I saw that Trump, Tr President Trump was going to come down from power, that he was not going to get um, success in the elections. Um, I saw in the timeline, it was like he was in the front. And then in the timeline, I saw in the back uh, buildings being bombed here in America. The tall buildings were being bombed. But I said, what was very strange is that it's just not that one missile will come and hit the building. I saw the missiles curving three and four against the buildings. And I was seeing that someone wanted to make sure that there was nothing of value left here in this place. It says, he will bring an abundance of horses and their dust will cover you. Your walls will shake at the noise of the horsemen, the wagons, the chariots, when he enters your gates as men enter a city that has been breached. This is just speaking of an overflow of military weapons. And I said that there are going to be tanks here in this country. First, the Americans are going to parade their own tanks in front of the city in front of the citizens, when the B system rises, we are going to see a display of US military mites used against those who dwell here. But then after that, they're going to bring their own things. And um, I think there was just a piece of scripture here here. I'm going to read this and then I will stop it here. Ezekiel chapter 26. And verse 19, it says, For thus says the Lord God, when I make you desolate, like cities that are not inhabited, when I bring the deep upon you and the great waters to cover you. And I have been speaking for years now that um, this country, um, I'm going to finish it. When I bring the great waters to cover you, then I will bring you down like those who descend into the pit to the people of old, I will make you dwell in the lowest part of the earth, in places desolate from antiquity, with those who go down to the pit, so that you may never be inhabited, and I will establish glory in the land of the living. I will make you a terror, and you shall be no more. Though you are sought for, you will never be found again. And I have been sitting here, and I have been sharing and sharing and sharing that God says America will be like Atlantis and Atlantis is a place that once was and then was judged and she simply sank under the waves and was found no more. 
And God said that that is the judgment he will bring here, that after he has scattered the people and after they have fled and after there is nothing here and the land is desolate and it begins to get overtaken by jungle that I saw in the prophecy and original people, I saw that the animals came back and started to reclaim everything. But after a while, the plate holding this place, continental plate, that ridge upon which all nations rest, it it just went and it began to go down and it sank. And it wasn't there anymore. So these are things that the Lord has just been stirring up in my heart because the time for me to be doing this is finishing. And so there is a body of work that will be on this channel for you to be able to visit and work your way through. I've always said that if you want understanding, you have to hunt for it as precious gold. Hunting for understanding doesn't mean celestial. What does this mean? And celestial, do you have a video like that? No, my videos are clearly labeled and I'm working to add even more clear labels so that you can know just by glancing at the title, excuse me, please, what a video is about. So you have to do the work. I have done my work. I have put in uncountable man hours into this. And so now those who find this will have to dig as dig for the truth as precious gold. And that's what the Bible tells us to seek for wisdom, seek for understanding. These things are more precious than silver and gold. So until I see you again, the Lord bless you and goodbye.